Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 524 of Secrets of Organ Playing Podcast. This question was sent by Mark and he writes, Hello, I'm 63 years old and have had a stroke on my left side. I fell and banged my head and had a further brain injury. I can still play but things feel different. I have reduced feeling in my fingers. I'm trying to retrain myself. My muscle memory is just not there. My sight reading is much harder. I have a Rogers organ at home, so I have no trouble practicing. I sometimes feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I have Hauptwerk and can play a nice Father Willis organ with it. Any suggestions for something I could do? Um, I wrote him a short answer. Thanks, Mark. Look forward to our answer on the podcast. In short, don't overextend yourself and enjoy every moment of your practice, even if it seems slow. What What can you add, Osha? Well, you know, that's a sort of a very difficult issue to discuss because, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, but... But I think our brain is remarkable in that way that it's very flexible and it tends to recover. Mm-hmm. Even after, you know, such a serious illness as a stroke. So I guess you just have to take, you know, things easy, you know, and take your slow steps, not rush yourself. And I think, you know, eventually you will regain your abilities as you had before the stroke. Maybe, you know, not 100%, but but still, you know, I think it will become easier and, and better with each day. I think the worst thing in the situation like this, what you could do is to do nothing. Or to push yourself too hard. Yes, that's two extremes that you should avoid doing nothing and, you know, to doing maximum out of yourself. I think you need to be somewhere in the middle. But but anyway, I think that in rehabilitation process, you know, the, the physical activity, you know, is crucial. 
you will not recover without it. So I think also, you know, in addition to the practicing organ, you need to do your physical therapy as well. Mm-hmm. All kinds of exercises. Yes, but you know, of course, you need to know to consult your doctor. Yeah, we don't know exactly what works for you. But I guess you have to find you know the right balance for yourself in in your life. How much can you do, and what you need to avoid? You know, people who have suffered a stroke or or a heart attack, for example, um, those severe life-threatening situations and if they recover like like mark for example they need to take um, life not so seriously anymore don't you think maybe let uh, let themselves enjoy a little i guess it's easier to say than to do why after this um, experiment experience right I guess you know that nobody of us knows what is waiting of us. So I guess we just have to receive every day as a gift mm-hmm. and enjoy it and live it. Yeah, as I said, it would be a mistake to to try to fight the situation and um, say, okay, I will push myself even more and my finger muscle mem- memory will... Re- will return faster and my sight reading will become much better really fast next week for example that would be a mistake I think I think enjoying a moment is the most important thing and the further we live you know the more obstacles you know we get in our way the better we understand you know this, this crucial thing that we need to really enjoy the moment. He sometimes feels feels like he's beating a dead horse. It's a, it's a, an expression saying that he um, doesn't feel any progress, probably. Well, but even you know, if he only trying to do it, it's already a progress. Because think about all those people after stroke who either, you know, die mm-hmm. or we just become inactive inactive at all and, and we stay in, in on their bed for many, many years. Mm-hmm. I know people like that in my relations, you know, my relatives. Mm-hmm. We have a woman who is now probably seven years lying in bed. So I guess, you know, if you can move after stroke and do some things, it's still very, very good. So you don't need to rush, you know, progress. And I think you will get stronger and, you know, better with each day. You are not a physician, you are not a doctor, but do you think that walking would not hurt him? Taking walks, you know? I think in general, walking is the most beneficial Exercise for people who have, you know, trouble with their physical health. Unless they have knee problems, hip problems. Of course, but but in general, Those mecha- I, think, mechanical. I think for people who have like heart conditions and and 
and to know other problems. I think walk, walking is very beneficial because you can know, you regulate the tempo of your walking. You don't need, you know, to rush. You may walk slowly and maybe, you know, with time to increase, you know, the speed of, of, of your steps. And the distance too. And distance too. And, you know, now we have all this, you know, Fitbit sort of... Smart watches. Smart watches and you can, you know, see what your pulse is and how it reacts to the tempo you are taking. So you can regulate it much, much easier than in any other, you know, physical activities. So I, I guess, you know, the walking is the most harmless exercise. At least, as I you know, understand it. Will we go for a walk today? Yes, I guess. After this recording. True. But of course, you know, if you have trouble walking, maybe maybe swimming might be useful too, or some you know, exercises in the swimming pool. For some people, especially if we have like joint problems, mm-hmm. then water smoothens you know the, the damage to the joints, but you can still you know exercise. Mm, does reading help? What do you think about that? Uh, well, you the, you are the smart one here. <laughs> well, I think that walking or swimming helps more than such a case. Than, than brain activity. Of course, you have you know to combine both things, but so organ playing is uh, also a combination of mental and physical activity too. But of course, you need you know to take things slowly and you know easy, and not to overwhelm yourself with you know either physical or mental exercise. Especially, you know, after such a, you know, difficult events mm-hmm. and serious events. Always remember that practice is privilege, like um, our professor Pamela Reuter-Finstrom used to say. But I guess playing organ is, you know, a good idea for people like this because it really works on your coordination and, you know, on your brain and on your muscles on your motoric motions. Yes. So please, guys, send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. 
You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.